We're pleased to once again partner with Curex, the number one insole in the run specialty retail market, meaning in running stores, it's the top-selling brand of insoles. It's no wonder. Curex insoles are highly customized and provide dynamic arch support. For 15% off, visit curex.us and use code AMR15. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed's doing something no other job site has done. Now, with Indeed, businesses only pay for quality applications matching the sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com AMR to start hiring today. Get luxury, high-performance cosmetics that highlight your best features. For every purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help a woman thrive. Go to ThriveCosmetics.com AMR for 15% off your first order. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell. How's it going in this mid-July day for you, Sarah? It's good. It's it's good. Um, I have a business lunch today, so I always love um, getting out and having some tasty food for work. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Going to a place that has uh, amazing breakfast sandwiches, and it's in uh, then uh, meeting with the our retreat coordinator, like um, Melissa, and then with the our point person at the hotel for our Portland retreat. So, um, oh, nice. Are you gonna have a breakfast sandwich for lunch? Oh yes, almost oh, definitely. Yes. We're, we're uh, well because get the place gets super crowded, and so we're meeting at eleven thirty in the hopes that we can kind of beat the rush, the lunch rush. So it's sort of you know brunchish, right? brunch. Yeah, on a Friday afternoon, maybe, and hopefully you know summer Fridays, maybe it won't be so so crowded, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you have had some um, fun workouts with your oldest uh, progen- progeny. My prod, my prod, something, yeah. <laughs> child. <laughs> um, yes, you know what? So I was out on vacation uh, the week before the Fourth of July. We went to a family reunion uh, at a dude ranch <laughs> in uh, in Northeast Wyoming. And um, first of all, before I even say anything else about uh, her. Um, I got to say, you do not feel old and creaky until you get try to get off of a horse. I mean, <laughs> honest to God. I, I, I mean, it was it is like literally like it, it, I, I mean, I can't tell you how hard it was to swing your leg back over the saddle. Um, so I was very proud that I didn't need the step to get on my horse. Like I could get my foot in the stirrup and swing up and over, which yeah. wasn't the case for everybody. Um, so I was proud about that. But then getting off, I was like, oh, my God, this is worse. And then hobbling, just hobbling over to the bench to sit down for a second. <laughs> anyway. That- Wait, it reminds me of you know, when I said when I limped off the airplane and I'm like, don't you. Don't you always limp when you stand up from a plane and you're like, yeah. uh, no. And so it's like, oh, don't don't you always limp when you get off a horse? And the young yes. people are probably like, uh, no, mom, I don't. Well, not the kids, but I will I will say the um the my my generation and older definitely all felt that way. <laughs> so it was very funny. We should have taken some videos. Um, but anyway, so um so what we did we um there it's great. It's a beautiful. It's out near. Oh gosh, is it the Sawtooth Mountains? I can't even remember the name of them, but anyway, they're they're really it's really good hiking. And um, Amelia, my oldest daughter, who just she turned nineteen actually last week, um, and I went on a couple hikes together. And she's um, you know she's gearing up for another volleyball season. She'll be back here in Denver playing for a school named Regis. Um, so you know she has some summer assignments she needs to do. And uh, uh, so we went on a couple hikes, and it was just really really nice as far as. Um, 
just having those moments where you're like, okay, she did see me being active and she did, you know, like all the hikes that I dragged her on and, and bribed her with Skittles and, you know, and all the tears and all the whining was worth it. Like, because we really enjoyed it. It was just, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot like running, right? It's that special time where you can, you know, in hiking, you're kind of walking one, one in front of the other on trails, you know, because they're kind of skinny and um, just, you know, lots discussed a lot of things that we wouldn't have discussed had we been, you know, sitting at the dinner table or, um, you know, I don't know what, you know, just hanging out together. So I know, it was I know, nice. I know someone who once said, uh, when your uh, eyes are on the road, you can speak from the heart. Is that what you, am I quoting you correctly there? I, I think so. Yes. Yes. I think <laughs> I did say that. And um, yes. And so, and I do think that um, there was, you know, something when your eyes are on the trail. Uh -huh. um, so yeah, so that was really fun. And then, um, and then again, she has to, she definitely has some cardio requirements. And so she was like, mom, are you going to swim um, on Tuesday morning? She asked me on Monday, uh, there's a, our little community pool has a master's workout, really meaning that the pool is open for um, the non-swim teamers, <laughs> anybody who doesn't wear a Speedo, uh, from 5.45 to 6.45 twice a week. And uh, I was like, well, I'll go if you want to go. And so, um, so we went together and it was just really you know, it was pretty not chatty, obviously, because we're swimming and, and uh -huh. she was doing she's so much faster than I am. Oh, my gosh. You think <laughs> that you're like good. And then you just like, oh, I'm really not, <laughs> you know, just gets, and she's like, I haven't been in the pool in a year and a half. And I'm like, oh, oh. oh yeah, thanks. Uh, push me down a few more notches. I know, there. I, know, yeah, I, know I know. Well, and it's just hard, you know, because you can see them just kind of going by. How do they get going? I mean, it's, it's a lot of technique, right? But anyway, uh -huh. but that doesn't matter. The point is, is that it was very, very fun to have that time with her and I was like I'll keep swimming with you I'll keep hiking with you like let's let's keep it up so we'll see. oh nice and can I tell you Dim that, that um uh since I'm not used to having a a super uh like a child that's on an athletic team like that when you said she has summer assignments I thought oh okay I guess she had to like read the Iliad and you know oh. <laughs> Wuthering Heights and you know all this stuff and it's like oh no the assignments are to do workouts oh yeah 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 exactly yeah no it's, there's nothing there's nothing to read although maybe she has stuff that she needs to read but no it's definitely like you have to come to you know the sport being ready to play especially because volleyball is a fall sport so mm, yeah she mm -hmm. has I mean god bless her I see her out jump roping and stuff I'm like wow, wow. you are uh yeah well you know it's a uh, it's a it's a good thing it's a good thing so <laughs> very nice very nice um all right well let's move on to the questions this is Christine who's looking to become a running coach hi this is Christine from Kansas City and I am calling because I have ran countless halves and fulls, but the most fun I've really had in the past few years is training my best friend uh, to run some half marathons of her own. So my question is, how would I even get started in pursuing being a running coach? Where would I start with certifications? And then once certified, how do I even find athletes to coach? Uh, thank you guys so much. You have uh, helped me want to pursue my um, dream of being maybe a running coach. So looking forward to hearing your answers. So great question, Christine. I love the joy you derive from helping your friend reach her goal. It sounds like an attitude of a certain podcast co-host <laughs> I know. Uh, Dimity? Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. Uh, yes, we do. It's it's so fun to help people achieve their goals and, and especially if they don't really know much about running and you help them. It's it's awesome. Great, mm -hmm. great feeling. So definitely encourage you, Christine. Um, you can, you know, you can become a certified running coach um, through a number of organizations. There's the um, RRCA, which is the Roadrunners Club of America. They have 
Um, you know, a lot of these programs are virtual now because be, that started during the COVID situation. So it used to be that you had to go to a place. And now I think they do a lot more online. So um, so our RCA is one to look at. Um, the Lydiard Foundation is mm. based in Boulder, and that's based on um, Arthur Lydiard's uh training he was a uh trained a bunch of australian olympians mm -hmm. um and there are jack daniels um the usatf usa track and field also has training programs those are a little bit more geared at track and field but i mean for a basic how do i get somebody going i think the rrca is a nice place to start just to think about how to structure a schedule and then the other ones um, are very good as well but they get a little bit more um specific into different methods like Lydiard has a method Jack Daniels has a method so mm -hmm. you know you can kind of like augment your your knowledge by taking those after you kind of get the basics down mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the Jack Daniels method that involves drinking alcohol does it <laughs> I know right no <laughs> yeah it does not it does not but it feels like it should right but and um, I I do think you um you you mentioned in the notes here Sarah you CPR for you have to be CPR certified that mm -hmm. is one thing that is um I don't know if it's for the other ones. I definitely know that RRCA requires it. Oh, okay. Jack and I are thinking about getting CPR certified because our, this is a side note, because um, one of our most beloved neighbors uh, last November, he's he's fine now. He had a massive, massive coronary incident um, while he was at a dog park. Or, uh, dog park, sorry. It was a park where some people take their dogs. And so there weren't many people around. And the two only other people there were both certified in CPR and they completely saved his life. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's and a really, I mean, that's smart. I, I, I have to say I've taken the course a number of times and every time I go, it comes back to me, but mm. I often wonder if I would have the, the chops to do it in an emergency situation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty, I'm, I'm sure it, I would try, but it's, yeah, there are times where I'm like, am I really certified? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one, um, so I've met both, the, he calls them his, um, his, you know, like hero angels. And um, so I've met both of them, both the, and one of them is this young woman who um, someone had a um, heart attack in front of her house and she rushed out to try to save him, but he'd been lying there for a while. So that gentleman did not live. And so this woman, I'm, I'm, forgetting her name like Caitlin or something and she carried a lot of guilt for that and so then to be able to say we our neighbor has the nickname Rocky and so the fact that she was able to help Rocky really not only obviously helped him but really helped her get over you know yeah. kind of some lingering um anyway so I guess that's my that's, that's, that's pretty cool yeah, yeah it's a good yeah. PSA for sure yes exactly yeah so we've been meaning to and um now that I've I figure if I say it out loud then people can, can you know follow up with me on Twitter and be like have you done it have you done it so anyway so um so back to the becoming a running coach so um, I asked two loyal Bammers who are running coaches for their insight because I figured, um, Dim, I know that you have done the RRCA um, program, but I was like, okay, you know, let's ask two other people. Sure. So, so um, Nicole in Pennsylvania, she got a level two certification from RRCA, which she did in person, and she said it required several online RRCA courses to complete before you can achieve level two. Um, and I think she had done the, as you said, the RRCA level one. I think she did that online. And then, um, so and the other person I asked is Michelle. And um, both of them, um, Nicole and then Michelle in Rhode Island, um, shared how they found their clients. And um, we'll share several of their suggestions. But Nicole summed it up best when she texted to me, you got to hustle. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because people have to know that you're there and that, and then kind of get to know your personality because mm-hmm. the, the coaching situation, you know, like it's, it, there's a good relationship there, um, mm-hmm. but you have to make sure it's the right fit. So, you know, both Nicole and Michelle coach the couch to 5k programs at their local gyms and their YMCAs, which obviously introduced them to novice runners, um, some of whom became their um, private clients. Nicole also v- volunteered at a local running store where they do all their group runs. That's a great place to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, she attended the run, put out water, um, and, you know, just hung out and made connections that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually, Nicole became an assistant coach for her cross country and track at the college in her town, which helped her segue into doing online work with the Marathon Training Academy. So she mm-hmm. really immersed herself in the running world. I know her well. We both know her well, and she does mm-hmm. a great job as a coach. So, yeah, definitely. Um, just kind of step by step, you kind of uh, reel them in, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you got to put yourself out there and then reel all the, the, those other people in there. So yeah. So and then uh, Michelle's advice, she made a lot of connections via social media saying she found clients through her running Facebook page and her running club. I know she's super active in her local running club, including I think she was ra- race director, or maybe is race director for a local race out there in Rhode Island. Um, and she said she left business cards or flyers at local gyms and running clubs. And then um, one clever in-person thing that Michelle did is she hosted a one-week kids summer running camp, which proved a good way to get her name out there. You know, um, you know, a little junior comes home and says, oh, I really love Miss Michelle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, and then Michelle's other piece of advice um, is to form an LLC, a limited liability corporation, Dim, which you and I know something about. Um, just to make everything professional and for liability issues. And, and she pointed out it's an added expense, but she finds it well worth it. So Christine, that's something else to think about as you go down this road. Yeah, yeah. And, and the courses, um, the ones that I've taken, I've taken a couple of the ones that we've talked about as well. And they do have spend a little bit of time on figuring out how to get clients um, and also oh. on liability and waivers and that kind of thing. So you do oh. get to t- dip your toes in those waters as well. Oh, that's good to know. Good to know. This summer, take steps to better running with Curex. At running stores where folks can try on insoles, Curex is the most popular brand of insoles. For good reason. Curex Run Pro insoles are highly customized and provide dynamic arch support. If you've been in the market for insoles, I don't need to tell you. There are a lot of options and it can be kind of confusing. Let me break it down for you. Insoles shouldn't be just cushioning and shouldn't only be stiff like a custom orthotic. Curex delivers the best of both these options. Curex Run Pro insoles have flexible support with an ideal level of rigidity. They have a thin, low profile while still providing maximum support and comfort. Curex Run Pro insoles are available in three profiles, high, medium, and low. From my high arches and up into my knees, hips, and back, my body is grateful I added Curex Run Pro insoles to my shoes. And I'm such a fan of Curex Run Pro insoles, I put Curex Ace Pro insoles in my court shoes for playing pickleball. Feel the Curex difference. Curex offers the largest line of sport, activity-specific insoles, including ones for soccer, hiking, walking, golf, hockey, and even ones for folks who are on their feet all day in the workplace. Now that I'm resuming my running gradually, oh so gradually, increasing my time running versus walking, I put a new pair of Curex Run Pro insoles into my shoes to assure I had the best base possible. Try Curex risk-free today. The company offers a 60-day warranty, even if the product has been cut to fit your shoes. Visit curex.us and use code AMR15 for 15% off a pair of Curex insoles. That's C-U-R-R-E-X dot U-S with code AMR15 for 15% off. Curex.us, 
AMR15. When you hear me do ads for Thrive Cosmetics, you might wonder why I pronounce the second word in the brand name the way I do. It's because it's not cosmetics, it's cosmetics. Cause is in the name for a reason. Every purchase supports organizations that help women thrive. This makes me feel good while working to look good. Thrive Cosmetics products are made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. They're free of parabens, sulfates, and phthalates, and are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. I'm a huge fan of the brand's brilliant eye brightener. This cream-to-powder highlighter stick brightens my eyes. It gives the perfect wash of color and glow, making me look instantly more vibrant and well-rested, if I do say so myself. It's available in 13 shimmering shades. I own three, and I'm debating which of my next shades are going to be. Think I can pull off Betty, a sky blue shimmer? Keeping the focus on the eyes, I love Thrive Cosmetics Defying Gravity Eye Lifting Cream. It softens, soothes, and deeply moisturizes skin around your eyes while instantly reducing, reducing puffiness. Rise and shine. Back to the cause in the brand's name. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help communities thrive. They have over 300 giving partners across the country supporting numerous causes. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com AMR. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash AMR for 15% off your first order. Don't you love it when you make a small change and suddenly everything becomes so much easier? Like laying out your workout gear the night before or doubling a recipe. The same when you start hiring with Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the ideal skills, let Indeed be a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Get this. With Instant Match, more than 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. Taking it a step further, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. With sponsoring jobs, Indeed's puts you in control of what you pay. You set your must-have job requirements and only pay for the applications that meet them. There's a transparent flat fee per application, and you can pause your job posting whenever you want. When you sponsor an Indeed post, you're four and a half times more likely to get a hire, according to Indeed data worldwide. And they have a vast pool of data to draw from. More than three million businesses worldwide use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And Indeed's doing something no other job site has done. Now with Indeed, businesses only pay for quality applications matching the sponsored job description. Visit indeed.com AMR to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com AMR. Again, indeed.com AMR. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Okay, well, Whitney wants to start strength training. Hey, this is Whitney calling from Glasgow, Kentucky, and I had a question about strength training. Probably should have asked this at the beginning of May. But in terms of strength training, when is it best to do it? Before the run or after the run? Um, I do want to avoid um, injury and be a stronger runner, but I also would really like some of the wobbly bits to not be so wobbly. So I guess those are my goals. Thank you. So Whitney, love your multi-pronged and honest reasons why you want to strength train. 
Yeah, totally. Totally. You get it. And been been there, are there 100%. So, yeah. Yeah, our wobbly bits are with you. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to let Coach Dimity answer this question a bit more scientifically. But my advice is the best time to strength train is when you'll actually do it. Um, which sounds a little bit like what is the sound of one hand clapping. But, um, you know, for me, when I was marathon training way back in the day and the plan called for strength moves, I do them on our back deck after finishing my run. And just it suits my personality. I get kind of antsy if I'm delayed in going out and getting my run in. You know, I'm a, a morning exerciser and just... I, you know, if someone starts talking to me or something, I'm like, I got to get out there and run. So, so to, um, you know, do the strength exercises first, I think my mind really wouldn't be in it. So I can, you know, check off the mental box of running and then kind of be more chill while doing my squats and planks. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. And I, that is really, honestly, the best answer is when can you do them and when can you commit to doing them? Um, mm -hmm. you know, there's anything from, you know, doing, um, you know, 10 minutes a day, a couple times a week up to, you know, longer sessions, less, less time. Mm -hmm. um, before or after a run, I mean, really what the, the conventional wisdom is, what do you want to prioritize, right? Do you want mm -hmm. to prioritize your strength training? Do it before your run. If you want to prioritize, prioritize your run, do mm -hmm. that first. Um, mm -hmm. So those are, kind. I mean, that's, that's a, if you have, you know, a morning where you want to do both, that's what I would think about. But the other thing is strength training. If you can, if you, you know, if you, don't have the same situation as Sarah <laughs> going if, if doing it first doesn't feel like a mental hurdle for you that's mm -hmm. also a really good way to warm up because a lot mm -hmm. of the stuff that you do is like glute bridges squats lunges planks like we just talked about and so you know again if you just give yourself 15 20 minutes of doing that and then go run my guess is that your run might feel a lot looser and fresher mm -hmm. than it would if you especially if you don't typically warm up mm -hmm. um that said, if you go do, you know, if you go to the gym and do a body pump class or you're across, you know, you want to try CrossFit or you're going to lift heavy, you know, go to the gym and really, you know, get under the squat rack and, and, um, and challenge yourself that way. I would say do that on a day different than you are going to be running. Mm -hmm. You know, if mm -hmm. you're going to do like a 45 minute workout, definitely um, allow your body to kind of have that be the main thing. And mm -hmm. then the next day you can go for an easy run or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely my my play that um, I typically, I mean, back, like I said, when I was training for that marathon and the plan called for specific moves, it was a, from Train Like a Mother Club um, mm -hmm. that uh, I would do that. But in my, you know, my, my, my non-marathon life, I definitely separate the two out and I have, a, you know, my running days or my swimming days, and then I have my, my strength training days. And um, as you pointed out, you know, you can do it more frequently for shorter duration. I like the kind of biting off a much bigger chunk and only biting off that chunk once or twice a week. So, yeah. so, you know, an hour with a trainer and an hour strength class is my ideal thing. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely whatever works for you. But, and, and I think the biggest thing is though, if you, if you hear that and you're like, okay, I've got to go do an hour or 45 minutes, but that isn't available to you know that you can definitely do 10 and 15 minutes or less than that even, you know, you can do a set of three times one minute planks while your kids are playing Legos on the floor. Like mm -hmm. don't let, you know, the, like the fact that you're in jeans and not a sports bra, but you have time to kill <laughs> mm -hmm. be, you know, like 
work it in. If if yeah. that's something, you know, I don't know, Whitney, I don't know about your life and, and your busyness and all that kind of stuff. But I, that's just a message that I want to make clear is that it doesn't have to be this, you know, you don't have to have a squat rack. You don't have to have the right equipment. You don't have to have an hour to kill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Dim, then there is always your favorite, which is to do it during the run. And yeah, so- yeah, I used to do that a lot. Um, I liked it because it broke up the run and it kind of made it, it was mostly it's a mental thing breaking up the run. So mm-hmm. it depends upon your seriousness of your running, you know, mm-hmm. because it does break up the run. So it kind of, I won't say that it, it kills the efficiency of the run, but it definitely dilutes it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is fun. So yeah, you can definitely... Like go out, um, especially if you're like on a path that has park benches, you can stop mm-hmm. and, and do tricep dips, step ups, squats, lunges, planks, push ups, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can stop every five minutes. You can stop once and do, you know, a good 10 minute routine and then keep going. You know, whatever, again, whatever kind of, however you package it that makes the most sense for you is, is, uh, the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. And might I remind folks that Dimity, uh, like me, used to be a fitness writer for magazines. So if it sounds like, you know, you can see a, uh, you know, a photo shoot in shape or self magazine, you know, with all these exercises, Dimity probably wrote it. And- <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I've done workouts with like, what can you do with a tree branch, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Totally. T- As you were talking, I'm like, oh, yeah, this takes me back to the mid 90s. <laughs> I'm like, you can't do much with a tree branch unless you can do pull-ups, which I'm not there yet. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. All right. Well, marathoner Megan, who is soon going to be trying to conceive, is looking for some advice. Hey, this is Megan from Warner Robins, Georgia. I love the podcast, so I just wanted to go ahead and submit a couple questions um, for you guys to answer. So first and foremost, I'm not quite a mother yet. Um, my husband and I are you know, starting to be in the trying to conceive phase. But I do have two marathons on the calendar. Do you have any advice on how to balance marathon training, but also making sure my body gets everything it needs for also this conceivement period? Second question is, I know there's not a lot of data out there for, you know, running longer distances, you know, while pregnant, during, you know, exercise and all that kind of stuff that comes along with pregnancy, is there a way to get involved with the study or something like that? Is there somewhere I can kind of sign up and say, hey, I'm training for a marathon. I'm happy to run while I'm pregnant if I can, you know, that kind of thing. Love the podcast. Thanks, y'all. Bye. So first of all, Megan, thanks for listening to our podcast. We love knowing gals who aren't moms yet enjoy our shows. It always delights me. Um, Dim, remember some young gals came up to us at the run show and they mentioned how much they love the podcast and they were I mean, they totally look like college students. So, <laughs> I mean, awful. college students can have children, but, uh, you know, yes, uh, yes. yeah, yeah. They look like they, they didn't look like us. Let's just put it that <laughs> yes, way. Yes. 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 So, um, and congratulations, Megan, on um, taking a step up to a new phase in your life. It's going to be fun and exciting and um, a little bit exhausting as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the key when you're... TTC, trying to conceive. Um, Look at you ripping yeah. off those acronyms. <laughs> Look at me with my secondary infertility from some chat boards back in the day. Um, so, you know, it's important to not do too high of a training load. Um, you know, obviously, Megan, you don't want to do anything that's going to throw off your menstrual cycle. So this means both volume, you know, so miles per week, as well as intensity. So, you know, you shouldn't be out there doing speed workouts and hill repeats every single workout. You need to be more gentle on your body so it can take some of the energy and put it toward, you know, 
making a healthy egg and building a healthy lining and all that stuff and making it so, you know, hopefully boosting your chances to conceive. Yeah, for sure. So obviously, I mean, if you are training for a marathon, Megan, you know, like this is probably isn't the time to be on a plan that is looking to BQ, right? Or, do, mm-hmm. you know, run a very fast, aggressive marathon, a, a, mm-hmm. you know, get it done, have a solid base kind of plan, like a go the distance that we have in the train, like a mother club is perfect, right? We don't mm-hmm. want, you know, you can definitely do hill repeats, you can definitely do track workouts. But, you know, again, the more mileage and the more intensity you put in there, you know, the bigger chance your body might be, be like, whoa, what's going on? So obviously, you know, mm-hmm. this is kind of 101, but if you lose, if your p- period becomes irregular or you lose it totally, that's mm-hmm. a big sign to, to back off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah, of course, taking enough calories, you know, that's a big thing. I mean, that's a whole nother episode by itself. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, like nurture, nourish your body, mm-hmm. um, you know, get sleep, um, you know, just you know, I don't think that there's anything wrong with following a, a marathon training plan. Again, if you're feeling healthy and you feel good and, um, you know, and if you run into issues, you know, chat with your doctor and see see what mm-hmm. uh, he or she thinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, you know, and uh, always be, pre- you have to kind of be mentally prepared because, um, you know, Megan, you might have success on the first go round of, of trying. <laughs> we <laughs> wish you luck. We yes. hope that you cross that finish line. <laughs> yes, yes. And so, you know, that, that um, I Megan did not mention when her two races are, but, you know, let's say they're in September and November. Well, that November one, you know, you, you might be, pregnant by then. So you might have to either back out of the race or dial back your effort in it significantly. Um, So, you know, you just kind of have to weigh all the priorities in your life and think about the what if scenarios, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. That's really smart because especially because you do have these two goal races and she seems like a pretty, she's a planner, right? If she's asking this question, right? Right, And so um, what does it look like? I mean, you know, when I got pregnant, I did not want to run at all. Like I didn't feel good. My body felt really heavy. It felt really unstable. I mean, and this was in within like 10 weeks, right? Mm. This wasn't, you know, at week 36. So (laughs) I stopped, right? Mm -hmm. So I mean, again, like, you know, obviously every person is different and you got to kind of um, make up your own idea of what feels good and what feels right. But this isn't a top opportunity to think about it a little bit. Like, what does it look Mm -hmm. like if I start running and I don't feel good? What Mm -hmm. am I going to do? You know, because she did ask about studies and I love that she asked about studies. But um, again, just because there are people that run marathons pregnant, again, I don't know your body, Megan. I don't want to be, but I just want to be realistic, you know, like Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that everyone can do that. Yeah, yeah, there because there is so much of that. You know, when you meet somebody who's like, "Oh yeah, I ran six miles the morning that I went into labor," and it's like, "Oh, huh, I stopped running at you know seven and a half months, or you know all that stuff." And so I think it's so easy for us to judge ourselves against other people, and what it, you know, it comes down to that if if you and your partner want to have you know a healthy baby, that really should ultimately probably take priority because there's going to be other races. Um, oh, for sure. There will always be other races and there's always another way to move. That's the other thing too, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, it's not like I was like, okay, I can't run. So I'm down. I'm out. <laughs> I'm going <just> <laughs> to let my butt form a really nice welt into this couch for the next, you know, eight months. Like, no, I hiked. I, I probably rode my road bike um, a little bit cautiously. Mm-hmm. I went to classes. I did Pilates. Like there's a lot of things that you can still do. And I mean, that's really at the end of the day, what you need to do to have a healthy pregnancy um, is keep your body moving. I mean, doctors. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, and Megan, as for finding a study investigating the effects of, um, you know, exercising or running while pregnant, I think that's a noble um, thought that you want to put yourself into one of those trials. The, the best I could find is go to clinicaltrials.gov to search for ongoing studies. You know, on occasion, we'll have a researcher get in touch with us, but... Um, nothing there's nobody that i know of looking for something right now so again clinicaltrials.gov um, to search for ongoing studies that is a good find good job sarah oh thanks. thanks all right um well so those are great questions thank you ladies um give us a call at 470 badass 1 470 if you have another question for us mm-hmm. leave your first name and where you're calling from um keep your message to about 60 seconds or less please um and the number doesn't ring anywhere so um feel free to call anytime day or night um whenever a question might pop into your head Yep, yep. So and please tell your friends about this show as well as about AMR Trains and which airs every alternating every Tuesday with this answers as well as the original Another Mother Runner podcast, which airs every Friday. We're really trying to boost our number of downloads of our podcast. So please talk it up to folks as well as following or subscribing it on whatever podcast player you use. Thank you very much. And we love stars, like five stars, like a yeah. review, please. <laughs> yes, yes, very good. <laughs> Just throwing it out there in case you have, uh, you know, you have time to kill in a, um, you know, in, in a, if you're in Yellowstone or something waiting for the traffic jam to <laughs> subside. Anyway, keep those questions coming. We are here with answers and lots of fun chit chat in between.